BP Nation. What is up, guys? We are back on the podcast. This week, Ash and I are sitting down to bring you our top six habits of health. That's right. These six things are going to be the most impactful to your fitness, nutrition, and overall health and how these things work, why they work, and how you can apply them to your individual journey. Because here's the deal. Everyone, all of these quote-unquote experts and fitspos on Instagram are making the shit way too complicated. Fitness, nutrition, and health aren't complicated. There are some basic concepts, some core tenets that you need to integrate into your life. And if you do those things, you will be in a fantastic place to move yourself forward on your fitness journey. And you'll be in the right frame of mind to pursue those goals, but more importantly, to maintain those results. So sit back, Pop open the notes tab on your phone, write some of this gold down because you're not going to want to miss it. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 83. I am here with Ash. If you can hear Coda panting in the background, it's because he was outside for seven seconds and he can't cool himself down. He is such a little baby. But anyway, guys, we are back on the show. It's so good to be back. And today we have an awesome episode planned. We're going to be talking about the top six habits of health. Now, this is based off of an Instagram post. And if you listened last week, I had mentioned that I've been batching Instagram content like crazy. So I truly do not know if this post will have been published yet. But babe, when this episode airs, we're married. O-M-G, Becky. We are getting to Hawaii. Or are we already in Hawaii? We get there Monday. We'll be in Hawaii. We will. Getting a couple's massage. You're Married. Right. <laughs> married like forever yeah we're gonna be married when this drops yeah that's that shit cray wow wow chills <laughs> chills uh so anyway i I'm guess i'm gonna say that every episode we're i guess married. you're listening to the this is weird the future but past tense mr and mrs ball yeah because we aren't married and yet Ball. but when you hear this we will be so it's like we're time traveling yeah wow <laughs> uh but anyway guys before we hop into the episode, one thing I did want to run by you is, obviously, you're listening to the podcast, so you enjoy listening to content here on this channel, but where else do you spend the majority of your time? Is it on Instagram? Is it on Facebook? Would you prefer to be on YouTube? Is it just podcasts? Let us know. Send us an email. Send us a DM. Shoot us a text message. Where but do you consume Where do you yours? spend the most time? I... You know, this is really interesting. I definitely spend the most time on Instagram. However, in recent weeks, maybe months, I've noticed that I now am on YouTube way more than I ever have been in my whole life. I was just going to say that. Like YouTube, when I sit down to watch TV, instead of turning on Netflix, like I go to YouTube. Yeah. On my it's phone. It's been like the last four months, I think. Yeah. On my phone, I'm always on the YouTube app. Mm -hmm. like and, and yeah it's just it's really interesting how that started to happen yeah but yeah so instagram is number one for me but it's starting to shift towards youtube which is one of the great 
things about us now having this awesome camera is we can start putting a lot of content on there, a lot of high quality content uh, and make our YouTube page much more presentable because right now it honestly sucks. Yeah. It's I mean, we have a lot of videos average. though. A lot of videos, but they're but all... But a lot of mm, exercise videos. Like yeah. it, they're used... We don't talk about it enough. No, but we're going to refilm all those, so get ready. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to Ash people. Mm-hmm. She needs to get ready. She doesn't like doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the good news is... Our space is so limited in the garage, but it looks so professional that we can probably just set up a tripod and I can probably bang them out on my own. Fingers crossed. Pray to God that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, let us know where you spend the most time because that's where we want to put the most content. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, did y'all know that custom, our individualized training programs, aren't designed to be your only program? Or they don't have to be your only program. I wanted to bring this up because I read a really interesting post from Active Life. And it was talking about individual design, which is what we call custom. And I think there's a misconception out there that if you work with us and you want to do custom, that that can be the only fitness that you're doing. That's not the case. I've worked with multiple athletes, clients, whatever you want to call them. Most of your clients, it's not their only training program. Yeah, multiple clients of mine that are currently still with us are not doing custom as their primary training. It is accessory to their, you know, their group classes or their Globo Gym programs that they follow. They are looking to develop a skill or get out of pain or just target a lagging muscle group. They're not necessarily trying to come on board with ballistic full-time training. They're just looking to target something specific mm-hmm. what was it that you just said ash like trying to uh, i guess it, you said prevent injury but i said tart like go more towards performance yeah exactly yeah. it can be any of those things so if there is something that a goal that you've been trying to achieve for months years you know maybe it's even a decade and just your group classes aren't doing it things you've tried in the past aren't doing it schedule a free consult with us, right? Go to our website, hit that free consult button or just send us a DM. I can chat about it in there with you as well or shoot us an email at hello at trainballistic.com. But I can walk you through all of the ins and outs of that program and what we can do for you in terms of targeting specific goals and how we can create something that's an accessory to what you love most, which might be group classes, might be bodybuilding, but we can create something that works alongside those things absolutely love it okay now that we got all that out of the way let's get into the conversation so we mentioned at the top of the episode this is about the top six habits of health Mm -hmm. right and if you were to like ask someone or pose the question of what are the things that matter the most as it relates to health fitness nutrition in other words like what are the habits and behaviors um that like truly move the needle across time. I think if you ask like someone's favorite hashtag Fitspo, <laughs> what th- those are, you'll probably get some kind of uh, like complicated walk around bullshit answer that's full of fluff. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like those so called quote unquote experts on Instagram, they just love to overcomplicate health. They just love yeah. to find ways to peddle shit in your to you that doesn't actually do anything to benefit your health or that's just not necessary, right? It's all extras. It's all fluff. 
Uh, and when I say that, like hashtag Fitzbo, you guys know who I'm talking about, right? It's your, you or even your family and friends probably follow dozen of these, a dozen of these like so-called experts. It's typically like the, the hashtag fit chicks who like never fail to capture the perfect angle of their ass or the yeah. bodybuilder who doesn't own a t-shirt, at least not <laughs> one that like fits properly. And it could even be like a, uh, a supplement company that releases a new, you know, must have powder or like magic pill every other week. And mm-hmm. I, I say all those things, obviously I'm exaggerating them to make them funny, but you know who I'm talking about. When I say those things and you're listening, you're thinking, Oh shit, I do follow like 12 of those people. I do follow 10 of them. Like I subscribe to their, their channels, you know, and all of those online trainers, coaches, companies, they're they're just trying to reinvent the wheel, but the wheel isn't even broken. Mm-hmm. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. It ain't broken. All of the shit that's withstood the test of time still works. You don't need a 30-day shred or a power ab routine or some kind of like thermogenic keto coffee something or other. <laughs> like You don't need that BS. All you need is the tried and true pieces of health or components of health that you know in the back of your mind, in your heart, you know those things work. They're just not as fast as you'd like them to be. So you search for different answers, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not about weighing and measuring every single bite of food or, or training for 90 minutes a day or using compensatory acceleration training. How about that one? Oh gosh. It's not about any of that fancy flashy shit. You don't need, like you just don't need that. It's not that complicated. To achieve your health and fitness and even nutrition goals and then sustain those results, there're really just six habits that you need to integrate into your life and consistently engage in. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And so let's go over the six. So number 1 is eat real food. Right? Limit the amount of processed, refined garbage that you're putting into your mouth and start eating more lean meats, uh, eat copious amounts of vegetables, some starchy carbs like potatoes, rice, those sorts of things. Uh, Avoid added sugars and you're pretty much right there. You're on track. You know, anything else that you want to add there, Ash? Uh, Just how you said copious. You don't like that? I think I say copious. I hope <laughs> you don't say copus. Copus <laughs> Please tell me that's a joke. You don't say copus. That's not a word. So you do understand that, right? She's not making eye contact with me for those of you that can't see her. I don't know. When you said it, it sounded so funny. But then when I said it, I'm like, nah, I think I'm wrong. Yeah, you're <laughs> definitely wrong, bro. Okay. Nothing to add about eating real food. You covered uh, it all. Yeah, just be mindful and eat. <laughs> just be mindful of both the quality and quantity of the food that you're eating. Okay, what's number two, Ash? Getting adequate sleep, which I think last night I'm, I lacked. You must be lacking. Yeah, that's got to be it. (laughs) Yes. Sleep is seven to nine hours. Create a nighttime routine. This is key. Your bodies need seven to nine hours. I, I forget the statistic, but it's an insane amount of people that like 
actually function on less than like six hours. That drives me fucking nuts. I that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Mm-hmm. I don't think you and I ever talk about it. I hate when I'm talking to somebody. Typically, it's a member at like a gym when I used to coach in person, mm-hmm. and we'd be talking about sleep, and they're like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I thrive on like four hours." It's like, yeah, no, get you don't. The fuck out of here! You don't thrive on four hours. You quote unquote thrive because you slam eight cups of coffee in the morning and then have one at lunch to keep yourself moving through the rest of the day. And actually, you're just so used to feeling like dog shit that you don't realize you feel like dog shit. Yeah. You do not thrive. Human beings do not thrive on four hours of sleep. No. Get I out would of die. Here. Oh, I if would... I get le- if I get less than six or seven hours two days in a row like i think i was hit by a truck oh yeah you're crushed yeah that's why that it just makes no sense to me i it's so annoying yeah and the the annoying part is they like take pride in it they're like oh oh i only need four hours that used to really really be like a thing people talked about and i think it's starting to become less popular yeah even even folks like gary v are starting to say like how much they love sleep and that like sleep's important because i think people are they love like the grind hustle mentality, yeah. and then, so they're staying up till three in the morning. But then they're also waking up at five in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no, 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 no. If you're gonna stay till three, you need to at least sleep in till nine. Yeah, you know, you need to at least get six hours to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, seven to nine hours. Anything else there was sleep? No, I don't think so. Make it Sweet. a priority. Make it a priority. Oh, I did want to say you mentioned the creating an evening routine. Absolutely. And here's why. You need to create an evening routine because you need to prepare your body to sleep. Most of you are not ready to go to bed when you get into bed because you've been staring at the TV, staring at your phone, getting exposed to all of that blue light. Or, you know, maybe you took pre-workout after you got home from work and went to the gym and came back and you've got all that caffeine in your system, whatever it is. You need to create a routine to wind yourself down at the end of the day and signal to your body, oh, it's time to slow down, to ramp things down or wind things down and go to bed, mm-hmm. right? That's why those are important. It's not because, oh, you should make sleep routines because it makes you a better human being. No. No, it actually helps you sleep. Absolutely, which makes you a better human being. Yes, makes <laughs> you nicer for sure. Uh, okay, Moving on. The next one is being an active human being. So number three of the top six habits of health are being an active human. So it's not just, this isn't just a, you know, a 30, 60 or 90 day program. This isn't just a quick fix. This is a lifestyle that we're trying to cultivate here. Mm-hmm. You cannot out train or out eat for that matter, a sedentary lifestyle. If you are sitting eight to 12 hours a day, and only exercising for 45 minutes, and then maybe you take your dog on a quick 15-minute walk because all of you out there know who you are. You don't take your dog for a long enough walk. You're talking one hour of activity versus the other 14 to 16 hours of you sitting on your ass. Mm-hmm. That doesn't. That equation doesn't balance out to zero. <laughs> that is leading towards bad quality of life. Yeah. So you need to live a physically active lifestyle. You need to move in some way or you should strive to move in some way every day. Right? I don't care if you're hiking, you're riding your bike, you play a sport, but you need to do something. Right? And I think a lot of people underestimate the power of just walking. Mm-hmm. 
Walking is so easy. The majority of people can walk right out their front door and they're in a safe environment to where they can walk around, not to be concerned about getting hit by a car or anything like that in regards to their safety. And you can walk for a long ass period of time and put yourself in a way better situation because of it. You can listen to audiobooks when you walk. You can listen to music. You can walk your dog. You can walk with your spouse or significant other. I don't care what you do during the walk, but get your ass off of the couch and go walk. You'd be shocked how much that can improve your life. Yeah. Why don't you talk a little bit about like the recommended 10K steps per day too? Okay. I know a member asked us about this a yeah. few weeks ago. So somebody asked us a couple weeks back, you know, what's the deal with step count? What should my goal be? And here's the thing, and someone listening, you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't looked into the research for a little while. But as far as I know, there is no research that supports the fact that 10,000 steps per day is directly associated with or is correlated with greater health. Yeah, that 10,000 step number is literally just a metric for you to strive to hit to make you a more active human being. Mm -hmm. because if you strive for 10,000, likely you'll come up short and you'll probably get seven or 8,000, right? But that's still way better than getting 1,000 or 2,000. Mm -hmm. The step count is literally just a tool that you can keep in your tool belt or as most people do, like on their watch, on their wrist, and have something to give them some motivation to get off the couch and go move around again. Mm -hmm. Like how many days, Ash, are we sitting around and you're like, oh my gosh, I only have 8,000 steps. Like, let's go for a quick walk. Yeah. Right? A lot more often than I'd like to admit. <laughs> yeah. Recently. Well, that's because we're, we work a lot. And so we're sitting a lot at our, at our computers, but you get the point. Like, it's just there to give you that little extra push and make you realize like, oh, I wasn't as active today as I probably should be. Oh yeah. That doesn't mean you have to hit 10,000 steps. For example, if you're someone who is super into biking, like riding a bicycle, it's not going to register any steps, mm -hmm. <laughs> but you might have biked 26 miles, right? So like, and if you're playing a sport's a little different depending on the sport, but there are other ways to be active and maybe it doesn't translate over to your, your step count on your watch. So that's why, yes, shoot for 10,000 steps. It's great, but there are other things you can do that don't require any steps that are very beneficial to your health and still add to your overall energy expenditure throughout the day through activity. Absolutely. Got it. I love it. Next one, Ash, hit us. Exercise. So what we mean by exercise is doing structured, purposeful movement. You need resistance training and cardiovascular exercise. Both of them, people. Yes. And then following a structured, purposeful, and progressive program designed by a professional, not your favorite hashtag Fitspo. <laughs> that part's really important, guys, before you go on, Ash. Just because you follow someone who has a million followers, who is shredded, and who has the nicest ass you've ever seen and you would die for their legs, <laughs> doesn't mean they know jack shit about program design, exercise, recovery, training principles. They probably just made a quote-unquote hard workout or a few hard workouts that they want you to buy from them that have no structure, no purpose, no progressive uh, periodization or any of those principles incorporated into them. So don't fall victim to 
that bullshit 30 day full body blaster routine. Yeah. It probably is not going to do anything for you except crush you. Yeah. And the other thing that I hear a lot of is, well, I just I make my programs. I do kind of like whatever I want when I go into the gym. Mm-hmm. And that's again, you're 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 spinning your wheels. Yeah, spinning not... your wheels and it just doesn't make sense. Because here's the thing. Like, leave it up to the professionals. Exactly. There's a reason that coaches are a profession. Like, there's a reason fitness trainers is a profession. Yeah. You likely don't attempt to do your taxes on your own. Maybe you're one of those people who take pride in it and you, like, have that badge of honor. Never again. Yeah, never again. I got a horrible, horrible tax return. (laughs) Like, well, I didn't get a return. I owed a shit ton. I just had a lot of stress. Because the goal is really, did you know this? The goal is to get your return as close to zero as possible. Yeah, I didn't know that. And that year that we tried to do it on our own was a disaster. But anyway, unless you're one of those people who wear that with a badge of honor and think you're like macho man Randy Savage because you do your own taxes, you likely take them to a trusted professional, someone who you know has been educated to do that. You likely don't change your own oil because you have no clue what the hell you're doing. So you take it to a garage, right? You take your car to a garage. What are some? You don't try to clean your own teeth with those fancy utensils. <laughs> utensils. What else do you call it? tools? Yeah, I guess that would be it. Yeah, because tools. you would end up destroying your mouth. So you go to a dentist. Yeah. Right. There are professions for a reason, and trainers are one of them. And there are educated, experienced, credible professionals out there who are creating programs that will actually help you move towards your goals. Meanwhile, you're out there just plugging and chugging random shit that you saw from your favorite Fitzbo page into your daily workouts. No wonder you're not seeing any results. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last thing with exercise is, again, make it simple. Train four to five days per week. Rest one to two days per week. Boom. Notice she didn't say workout seven days a week. She didn't say workout six days a week. Four to five. You don't need to do more than that. I promise. And if you're not working out at all, start with two. Start with three. That's right. Work your way up. Yeah. Because guess what? Two is better than nothing when you're not doing anything. Absolutely. And work your way into it. Hell yeah. Oh, there it is. (laughs) If you listened last week, Ash would not cap off the episode with a hell yeah, but now we got one. We're getting her fired up here today, folks. Uh, Next, number, what number are we on? Number five, five, manage your stress. You need to figure out some way to incorporate a daily decompression. Exercise, we talked about this in the last episode, is great, or maybe it was the one before. But exercise is stress. It's another form of stress. Your body cannot tell the difference. So quit using that bullshit excuse that exercise is your stress relief just because you heard it on CNN one day 10 years ago. (laughs) It's not. It doesn't relieve stress. It adds stress. Because when you exercise, you're breaking down muscle tissue. The mechanical stress of the movement literally creates micro tears within the muscle. That creates inflammation. That inflammation leads to the recovery and the adaptation. And then you essentially rebuild those tissues to recover. That doesn't sound like stress relief to me. (laughs) Right? Like that your body is working hard to do that shit. So it's not stress relief. So find other ways. So you need to figure out whatever it is that works for you to manage your stress. Maybe it's a daily devotional. Maybe it's journaling. 
meditation. Uh, maybe it's breathing exercises or Ash loves to take a bath at night, right? And read a book. Maybe yep. that's it. But you need to find ways that work for you and quit depending on exercise to be that relief because again, it is not. You got it. All right. Hit us with the last one here. Ash. Number six. Number six is drink water. Y'all, water is so important. It is needed for all metabolism processes. Literally, water keeps our cells alive by transporting nutrients to the cells on a molecular level. It regulates body temperature. It removes (laughs) waste products, especially the byproducts of fat breakdown. And lastly, it acts as lubricant around our joints, our brain, and our spinal cord. Holy shit. If I could drop this mic, if it wasn't suspended (laughs) over top of my desk, I would. Literally, if you don't listen to those things and you're like, wow, water is important, then rewind, re-listen to it as many times as you need. Listen to Ash just drop the hammer about water. Well, because it's... This is something. She's getting again. Fired I'm, up, I'm folks. passionate about she's, this one. She's on her knees, shimmying back and forth because she can't sit still. <laughs> but really, I am passionate about this one because it is. You're in control of it. You can make it happen. You, you. I promise you, you can. And so, some tips for drinking more water: carry a water bottle with you everywhere, literally everywhere. And like a legit water bottle, not one of those like plastic water bottles that you saved mm-hmm. last time you bought a pack from Costco and you just keep refilling. Yes. Like, buy a $15 glass water bottle and carry it around. Yes. Drink at least one cup in the morning before doing anything. I saw on um, Laura Ligos posted this and I loved Shout it. Shout out to Sassy. Yeah. <laughs> she put, she fills her coffee mug with water the night before. So she can't drink coffee until she finishes the water. Ooh, that's gross. So doesn't the water taste like coffee? I know. That's the only thing. Laura, if you're listening, that's (laughs) disturbing if that's the case. Hey, I think it's helpful. I think it's so smart. No, I like the strategy, but it has to taste bad. Yeah. I'm going to send her a DM after this and ask. (laughs) Um, And then, like Derek said, making sure that you actually have a big water bottle a big jug you can even buy one with times on it i have clients do that all the time if you need that do it um drinking water anytime that you like get up and go to the bathroom setting reminders on your phone that visual cue will be so helpful and then another thing is just switch up the taste like add add fancy things like strawberries blueberries cucumber like water doesn't have to be boring. And if you're really struggling for a cheap fee of one thousand dollars an hour, we'll come and we'll remind you <laughs> ourselves every half hour to take some yeah. steps. Just a thousand bucks. It's no big deal. Absolutely. <laughs> but so with all of that, uh, a general rule of thumb that we like to use is strive to drink approximately half of your body weight in ounces every day. And that means you're doing no exercise. So that is the minimum. If you exercise I recommend throwing out like 20 to 25 extra ounces. If you're somewhere hot, add even more because you're sweating. Throw it in there. Yeah. But um, while we're on water too, real quick, guys, if you're one of those people that says like, well, I'm just not thirsty during the day. It's because you've literally lost touch of your thirst cues. Yeah, you've trained your body. It's just like people who say they're not hungry throughout the day and that's why they only eat 1200 calories. 
No, no, no. You just have, you're out of tune with your body's response. You're not listening. You no longer have the ability to, uh, to experience hunger cues. The same thing happens to thirst. Mm -hmm. You've literally turned those signal, that signaling off. And so now you've convinced yourself and trained your body to not desire water. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you don't need it. Yes. If you go for an extended amount of time where you, you're thirsty and you ignore that, your brain is not going to continue to give you that signal. Why would it waste that energy when you ignored it for so long? So. Amen. Just remember that. Well, that was number six. Ash, any last comments? I don't think so. So what were the final six? Yeah, let's recap here. So top six habits of health in case you missed them. Number one, eat real food. Number two, get adequate sleep. Three, be an active human being. Four, exercise. Five, manage your stress. And six, drink water. If you consistently do all six of those things, you're going to be in a really good place and have the right frame of mind to pursue your goals. And once you achieve them, maintain those results. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> now we got it. Two hell yeahs in one episode from Ash. This must have been fire. All the fire emojis are going to go in this caption. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, play this back a few times if you need some insights into any one of those six habits. Uh, send us a DM or an email if you have any questions about any of those six or if you just want to chat further about them, we're more than happy to do that. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. And until next time, have a fantastic week. Bye, y'all. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, we cannot thank you enough. I just want to take a moment to attempt to express our gratitude and our appreciation for all of your love and support. We could not do this. We could not continue to show up week in and week out without all of you. So if you enjoy what you hear on this channel, as a small token of your appreciation, please head over to Apple, leave us a five-star review, leave a comment in there as well. That's how we reach more people and change more lives through this platform. If you don't follow us across all of our other channels, and I apologize if you can hear the garbage truck out the window right now, they just decided now is a great time to pull up. Uh, but if you don't follow us across all those other channels, get on Instagram, give us a follow. Get on Facebook, like our page. Uh, get on TikTok, follow us on there. We aren't posting on there as frequently, but we're still there. And then lastly, we're about to revamp our YouTube channel. So head over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel. You can check out the exercise library that's on there now. We have all kinds of videos, but we are about to really, really, really increase not only the amount of content that we're releasing on the channel, but the quality of the content. So stay tuned for that. Uh, once again, guys, we love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week.